I don't want to hear your shit, okay, Lindsay? God. So sassy today. <laughs> Children, get along. Damn it. Sheesh. Gerald, how are you? I'm good. Judy right. Lins is in the house. <laughs> Welcome in to the PHNX Suns podcast brought to you by the Jockey and Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Lindsay. That's Saul. That's Espo. That's Gerald. Gentlemen, today's question of the day. I saw this one circulating on social last week, so I want to know what yours is. In the summer, what temperature do you keep your house at in the uh, evenings? Oh, in, like when we're sleeping yeah. or just in the evening? Both. Like as you're about to go to bed. Mostly for like sleeping late For nights. sleeping 68 degrees. Oh, well, sheesh. It, is it what I want to keep it or what the wife makes me keep it at? Oh. <laughs> because I'm right there with Saul. I'd sleep at a, a nice 68 degrees, but usually it's 70. 374 in my house and that's just not just how not much is your electricity bill yeah, my shit. god that i mean during the day it's at 78 and i'm not home for like 12 hours basically because that's how much i grind people <laughs> dear lord lord help us <laughs> i can't even say that without a straight face how much of that is at the bar after the leave of the office well, well, it's not with you, you i know that I'm at like 75, 76. Oh my God. I'm at like 77. Holy crap. You guys sleeping in saunas out in here? A, in a smaller like apartment, it's like 76 is like perfectly chill in there. Listen. Bro. At 77, my electricity bill in the summer is like 500 bucks. I'm not spending $1,000 a month. Whoa, 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 you whoa, 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 time you out. You your house shit. 77 degrees. Mine's like maybe 250, 300. Yeah, max. And I do the... I do these what spread do it out you know over why? the year. I pay you know like seventeen. Because she's home twenty two hours of the day. <laughs> That's why. That's why. <laughs> She'd be broke if she kept it at the real temperature she wants it at. How the is yours like two hundred bucks in the summertime? Well, it's like it's like three hundred, three fifty, maybe <sighs> four at the most. But you're like eight degrees warmer. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand how yours is so low. I've never hit four hundred on an electric bill. Really? Yeah. Well, maybe I need to get a lot of things Dude, checked. How the hell house. are you sleeping in that hot ass temperature? I mean, I'll, like, like if, dude, li literally, if my I, I in my like in I'm my house, cold, if it, my shit hits seventy two, like I can almost immediately feel it, and really? I wake up, I'm sweating. <laughs> I'm right I'm there. Fucking, oh no, I can't do Wait, it. Okay, so we're talking about. I'm sorry. Did you say in the evening or during the day? In the evening was the, the okay. Region. In the evening, it's like seventy four. That's like that would be way cooler. too cold for me. What? I that surprises like, me about but you. Listen, you wear a beanie all Exactly. Day. <laughs> I'm so acclimated to Phoenix weather that if it gets below 70 degrees, I'm cold. Uh, so like <laughs> 77 with a light blanket and a fan on, I'm good. Your dogs and animals in your house must be dying. They <laughs> must be like, what is enough? with this woman? You know when they open their mouth and breathe, that's not a good thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> the, tongue, the tongue's like I six feet long. I promise you, I'm a good animal about? parent, okay? I make sure that they're good. Goodness gracious. Okay, well, apparently I need to try a little less um, a little less warmth in my house when I'm sleeping, and I need to check with my electric company to see what the heck is going yeah, on yeah. with these bills. You should probably get your windows checked, like everything, if I you're paying have, $500. I have historic windows, so that's probably a big culprit. Exper experts do say to get like, a, big like the, a perfect temperature to sleep at is 68 degrees. Jeez, that's so cold. 
Wait, chill. Geez. Let's go. <laughs> if I'm at a hotel, it's sixty four because I'm not paying for it. I'm like, oh let's make this. Let's make this shit arctic. Yeah, if I could sleep sure. outside at the beach in like San Diego <laughs> and it's like fifty eight degrees, I'd be like in heaven. I would catch heaven. a cold. Heaven. <laughs> Josh Hunt confirmed Lindsay is a lizard person. She got a humidifier. In I'm so I'm so glad Josh brought Josh brought this up because I have a thesis paper I'm writing about oh, that exact thing. Oh. <laughs> I can't wait to read this one, Shane. Oh. All right. Yesterday we did a sign and trade show with a whole bunch of options that the Suns might consider should this come to a head with DeAndre in. Um, but yesterday we also Got news from Jake Fisher on Twitter that OG Ananobi might, keyword might, want out of Toronto. But this information seemingly has come from rival front offices. So take what you hear with a grain of salt, people. But in the event that that does happen and he wants out, Gerald put together a potential option for the Suns to get involved surrounding OG. So, Gerald, break that down for us. Yeah, I mean, we talked a lot about sign and trade options, but in this potential deal, it'd be OG Ananobi coming to the Suns, DA going to the Raptors, because Fisher also, in a separate report, mentioned that the Raptors are going to be in on DA. They're going to be one of the potential suitors for him. And then you've got additional salary going to a third team that has cap space. It could be the Pacers. Pistons, Spurs, whoever you like, um, but just a team with enough cap space to take on Ken Birch, um, another salary filler player, and then a future first round pick potentially, or we're getting into the kind of that shady tampering zone with the number 33 pick in this year's draft. Again, it'd have to be one of those scenarios where, oh, we really like this player that the Raptors took at number 33. Let's add him. I love the, the shady tampering zone. I want to live Same. in the shady tampering <laughs> zone. If I were in the front office, I would push my limit un- like until I got caught. And even after I got caught, I still would try and push it. Well, I, I didn't. I just called him to say what's up. Like, are they really? <laughs> they're checking phone records. They're rec- no. Proof tampering happens. Happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't text him about it. I'm not that dumb. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I never know how to transition when you guys do this shit. I'm to all me. for OGs uh, and OB to come to, to Phoenix. So. Yeah, I mean, he's uh, he feels like in terms of he's kind of in between our you know worst deals that we went through or least likable deals that we went through yesterday and the pie in the sky guys that probably won't happen. Um, but OG would be a really nice addition to this team, especially for a deal like that. Um, if you have to give up DeAndre Ayton, you, you're not addressing your center spot, but you are adding one of the best two-way wings in the NBA in terms of his defense. Like right now, if he hadn't missed as many games as he did last year, he had a wrist or a hip thing, and then I think a finger fracture that held him out. But he would have been an all-defensive candidate last year, and he was the year before as well. If you have him and McHale on the wing, you're not getting scored on very often. Um, he's a good three-point shooter. He's a guy that actually attacks the rim a little bit more, which is something the Suns could really use because we've talked about how reliant they were on the mid-range and how they can't draw fouls. He's not a good foul drawer, but he does get to the rim with some regularity. Um, and he's still—he's—I think he turns 25 this summer, so he's still very young. He's on a very team-friendly salary, a bargain contract. Um, so he would be a really nice piece. And then you would still maintain your flexibility if another superstar became available because then you've got all these different wings, Mikhail, Cam Johnson, OG, 
Jay Crowder, Tory Craig that you can mix and match to make salaries work? If you make that deal, I think you're saying Cam is available for the right for the right move. I think is the signal you're putting out to the league because then you've got you're stacked at one one area, and I think that's that's a signal flare to other teams that we're not done making moves, and mm-hmm. this guy now uh, has entered the chat. So. I, I hesitate uh, in this scenario just because you're not really plugging any of the holes that you really need to be plugged, mm-hmm. and you also create another one. Like mm-hmm. when you lose DA, uh, you're you're bringing in OG, cool, but you're not. You didn't find a backup point guard. You didn't get somebody that is you know hands down somebody that can create their own shot at, at the drop of a hat. Um, and so what are you, what are we doing here besides just adding to an already crowded, um, you know, wing, wing spot. So I, I, I'm not on board okay. with this one, one myself. One thing we didn't talk about yesterday is I think you're going to have to look at any DA move that's short of, you know, Siakam or KD as the first of what would likely be, two or three moves right to to acquire assets to make the first move is the sign and trade that acquires assets that may help you go big game hunting or or make a subsequent move because it's not it's not just going to be whatever da move you make i think you're looking at multiple moves if if you wind up taking one of these non-superstar deals but the, for da but the problem with that thinking is is that assumes that um, whoever is trading, let's just say it's a superstar out there. Whoever is trading the superstar is willing to take on your your mid level package, and that's not going to be the case. Like you're going to have to throw in way more draft capital um, to to make somebody really be enticed enough to trade, like a Kevin Durant, if a DeAndre Aiden is not part of that deal. I think you're going to have to do that anyways. If you look at the way a lot of these deals for superstars go, it's Guys with with high ceilings and a lot of draft picks to get them, and a DA move uh, puts you in that conversation because now you have multiple additional younger guys. A draft capital means nothing to this team, uh, and I don't think it does for the foreseeable future. So, again, the best move is to resign DA mm-hmm. and find a way to fill your holes. Uh, with other moves and uh, trading some of your uh, your draft capital and expiring contracts to bring somebody in, but if you wind up in the situation where you're trading DA, you've got. I think you have to look at it as part one of a multiple part. But step if you don't find season. said parts of you know parts two and three, then you've basically traded somebody for somebody that doesn't really make you a much better team, and then all the draft capital that you're going to try and sacrifice might actually hurt you in the long run because maybe your team's not going to be that good anymore. Well, that's that's the question. <clears throat> excuse me. That's the question you have to ask yourself. Are you willing to sacrifice the future to win a championship potentially right now, yes. knowing that you're going to have a drought for the next however many years? But, or do you want to play the long game and be good for the long game, but maybe not win a championship? But I guess the, the point here is is that these these trades, obviously, and we, we, we did say this as a caveat yesterday, that none of these trades – are are blockbuster trades like we we understand this but my my thinking is is like i would just rather not trade da and just match whatever the salary is that another team might offer him than to trade him for basically nothing or or a lateral move at best and then hope hope for the best in terms of wheeling and dealing to try and get a superstar with really not one 
one potential guy that a team would look at and say, okay, we can build around this guy. Like the thing I look at this, the way I look at this, and this is the reason why the Mikhail DA thing yesterday for Kevin Durant made the most sense is because teams also look at this from a perspective of marketing. Like how can we sell tickets? How can we get people in the door? If you trade, if you're Brooklyn and you trade away KD, there's gonna be a lot of people pissed off. But if you bring in two potential guys that have taken the team to to a to a finals, um, they're they're young, they're younger, and they have quote unquote a bright future. That's a little easier to sell to your fan base as opposed to us if we traded away DA and we got you know. Uh, Clint Capella in a trade back along with Josh Herter, as much as people might love that trade, that's not going to sell any tickets. But Nobody's pro- going to give a shit about the that. The problem is half the fan base would be elated that DA was gone. That's that's the weird spot they're yeah, in. But because and they, look, it because, might not even be their decision. If DA says he doesn't want to be here, that's, that's the reality that you're looking at here. This is why you're even going through these thought, uh, these thought experiments because <laughs> – if you know if if they were just going to you know if we were just going based on talent yes you should sign DA to that contract keep him and see how you can grow these guys but the reality of it is that doesn't seem like the world we're living in right now right this is this is still and we've talked about this and I wrote about it in the article um the best option is to mend those bridges not even just independent of what you think of DA and his future and his potential with this team just based on the restrictions of a sign and trade, the financial restrictions, their best option is to still bring him back, sign him to that four-year max, offer him that extra five and a half million that no other team can offer, and then you figure things out from there. But this is operating because we want to be thorough. We have a long off season, much longer than we than any of us were expecting. This is to be thorough and to explore. Okay, if they can't come to an agreement if the two sides just want a divorce if this relationship has run its course and you're not going to fix it these are the ways that you might have to pivot um because again signing trades are hard to navigate you have three parties to consider maybe four in a trade like this og anunubi and nanobi trade and uh, they're making fun of me because i've always struggled saying that damn name his name sounds like a star wars character why do you have a tough time pronouncing it I mean, Star Wars characters are tough names, but um, no, I, I feel like he would be a potential Jay Crowder replacement as early as this season. I agree with you that it kind of sends the message, okay, maybe we're not sold as Cam being our long-term starting four. Um, and that's not the end of the world because that doesn't mean that Cam is suddenly replaceable. just means that you need a strong guard or wing that can play multiple positions that can defend that can shoot and that has flashed a little bit of scoring potential um he did average 17 points this past season and uh was put in more of a a bigger role on offense for toronto so that's the thinking here but again the bigger point is most of this chatter was coming from rival executives it sounded like it wasn't coming from anyone within the raptors organization fisher said that two people with knowledge of the situation said that he hasn't talked to ownership or the franchise about his role. So it is what it is. Icon says, trade the best center in our history for a Jake Crowder replacement. Now I'm horny. <laughs> I mean, the best center That's in our history is, about. it's a low bar. To, again, I can't, I'm going to drive myself crazy saying this. 
This is if it's out of our hands. If it's already <laughs> fucked and you have to trade DA, I'm getting upset now because I feel like people are keep saying this trade doesn't make us better. None of them do. You're in a <laughs> situation where the bridge is burned. It's That's what's happening the here. Point That's that we're what we're talking to about. Explain yeah. is yes. that like these are nuts, the man. options <laughs> should the Suns and DA decide they cannot coexist anymore. Yes, This it's is over. what we're up against. It's not as easy as sometimes we would like it to seem that we could just trade DA for a superstar one for one and be done with it. Like, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> well, and, and there's reasons for that. Well, and it's not like this is coming out of nowhere. There have been reports about about strife. So <laughs> that's that's the thing. Like, it, it, I, I, like I, so th this is where I kind of disagree about and maybe I got this out of context, Gerald, like mm -hmm. in terms of DA having having the um, ha having the stranglehold on, on this. I feel like the Suns do, because if I'm the Suns like and, and it's it's horrible to say this, but listen, players are assets to the team. Like mm -hmm. they are they are they are they are functioning assets of the team. Like at the end of the day, if it's in the best interest of of our team to hold on to said player because. He's still a, a piece that we can maneuver down the road. Then we're going to have to do it all, all beef aside. Like I, we, and we've seen it multiple times and we've seen like shit. We just saw it this year where Harden basically wanted his way out and the Sixer or uh, Simmons wanted his way out of uh, Philadelphia and both entities just happened to f wait to the right time. And then they found each other and they traded like, that's what I think the Suns are in right now. I think the Suns would be like, yeah, I don't give a fuck what DA wants. We hold on to him. I don't care how disgruntled he is. He's still going to fucking play. He might be upset until we find the right trade for us that makes sense. That's where I would be at. But the reports are they're not willing to pay him the 30 plus million that you're going to have to match in a deal. Sure. And then that's and, a different discussion and, for sure. And but. if you sign him, if you match, you can't trade him for a year. So these are these are the realities of the situation. If they're not willing to come to the table and go, here's your four-year max with that extra five and a half million, then you're in a no-win situation. If your thought is we're going to hold him to trade him, because then you got to wait an entire year and you got a guy that didn't want to be there in the first place, signed with somebody else, and now you've created. If it's what, better than the options that you would get in return, yes. No, because you're basically creating a pressure cooker of bullshit that you're going to have to deal with for yeah. a year and that takes down better teams in the sun. You know, you know who else has to deal with that bullshit is DeAndre Aiden. And so him him refusing to want to go to another team or whatever, that's all part of the scenario too. The Suns have the, the have the advantage, in my opinion. Like, like they I, do. I they're just, in the driver's seat if they want to keep him. But that's the problem is we don't know that that's the case because they know that Da wants to be paid like a max center, and they don't view him in that way. If they viewed him in that way, they would have given him a max last summer when he sacrificed during a really really impressive yeah. first playoff run. They didn't do that. If you if you trade DA and you don't get a superstar in return, then in my opinion, your championship window has officially closed. And so what's the point? If, you're, if your window's going to be closed anyway, you might as well just go ahead and suck it up and bite the bullet for a year and then trade them. Because you don't bring you don't bring somebody back that they're all they've talked about for three years is culture. 
I'm so sick of the damn word because it's all we've heard from them is the culture, the program. You don't bring a guy back that doesn't want to be there and realize that for a year you're going to turn your culture toxic and, and hurt the way you're building that. That's why they wouldn't do it. You don't force someone to be somewhere they don't want to be. <clears throat> Sarver's mouthpiece. What the? No. Yeah, that was aggressive. That was an aggressive <laughs> comment, Joel. Take yeah, it back. No, right that's now. not even it at all, bro. I'm speaking 100% based on what I've heard from the team and the way that they have talked about DA's role, about his, his personality, all of that over the last couple of years. This feels like a situation where DA wants to do more and the Suns aren't convinced that he's a max center worth paying you know, $30 million a year for. Whether you want to debate that or not is up to you. I am just telling you what I am feeling based on what I've seen from the team, the way that they talk about each other, and the way that this is going. Like, fucking Sarver's mouthpiece. Get the fuck out of here. Like, no. <laughs> hey, one thing we're not going to do is be disrespectful. Chat, okay? Don't be disrespectful. The thing, this, this is the situation at hand, okay? We all have our opinions and our feelings about what the team should or shouldn't do, what we are doing within these conversations and will continue to do over the offseason because it's the offseason and that's just what you do, is break down different scenarios that could potentially play out. That doesn't mean that we want them to play out that way. And I feel like if you have been watching our show for a while, you would all know that we probably are all in agreement that the best case scenario is mending this relationship and keeping DA. Right. We've said that from the start, and somebody asked me to lead. I should have led with that. I've led with that every single time that we've yeah. talked about DA. This is in the scenario where they want DA gone or where DA holds out and wants to be gone. They have the power to match, but if that relationship is not mending and if they believe that they can do better with a Clint Capella or another average center who is a step down just filling that role without wanting more, then that's what I'm talking about, that scenario. I, I'm not I, saying I think that's the best scenario. We're just we're being thorough here because we have nothing left to do. I also, but argue about this shit. I also think that somebody in the chat kind of pointed out the the similarities between what's going on right now and versus what Kyler did earlier this summer or earlier in the year. Um, and the main difference is, is that Kyler understands like he knows he's the franchise. Like he knows he knows like there's no doubt about that. Like so, it's a little bit of a different situation, but. Like all this murmuring about like bad blood or, or, you know, disrespect or whatever. I do feel like it's going to settle down at some point. I do feel like they're going to talk at some point. Mm -hmm. um, and we haven't heard from D.A. about any of this. Like, mm -hmm. hell, D.A. might be in the motherfucking Bahamas right now, like not knowing any of this shit is going on outside <laughs> of what just happened courtside and, and his little kerfuffle with uh, with uh, money. So mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, I, I honestly I just. I don't really see that side because at the end of the day, money talks and it can be a very motivating factor. It, clearly, it, it had some type of motivation for DA because he was upset about the way he was used. And he said so coming off the court, apparently. So I think it's all going to be fine at the end of the day. I think DA is going to come back. So. If the Suns are willing to offer that money. That's, that's what it comes down to. And we, like we've talked about multiple times, we're not 100% sure who is even signing the checks at this point, sure, there's but, a chance it's not the guy. But at the same there. time, if a team offers offers him the max or their max, um, you know, like it's either that or you just let this dude walk out the door with nothing in return. 
They definitely won't do that. That's I, what I'm saying. I know for a fact they won't do that. Like not even sources. It just would make no sense because they would have no financial means to replace yeah. him. So they will keep him if they get a max offer that is not, you know, too incentive laden. I I could not see them getting an offer sheet and then not matching it. Yeah. I don't think there's any possibility of that. But our friend Elon Musk in the chat, one ninety nine, not one hundred ninety nine dollars, a dollar ninety nine super chat. Elon here. How come we never see Starbur games? He was there. He was sitting. Yeah, he's uh, in the suites now. He's well, just not sitting courtside. No, he, he was sitting down. He was, court, he was sitting courtside side. during the playoffs. Oh, during with, the playoffs, during the regular season, fits. he was in a yeah. suite. So he's there. Uh, just less attention on him, I guess. So. Okay, I think we should move on. Get back out a little bit spicier than we expected. Are you guys going to be watching the finals? Hell no. I am. Yeah, I will. Yeah, I, will. I, am. <laughs> I like to act like I will, but yeah, I'll watch them. Um, and if you guys want to get in on the action of the NBA finals, be sure to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA bet and get $150 in free bets instantly. And all customers, new or OGs, uh, can place same game parlays. I got a big-ass head compared to you, Lindsay. Oh, sorry. Jesus. I have like a monster dome compared to your little head. I don't know what to tell you. That's what, that's what the underscore is there for. for the big ass fucking head. dome. But if you're looking to turn Jesus a small Christ. bet into a big payday Moses during the NBA Finals, over here. you can potentially do that with DraftKings Same Game Parlays. A customer this season placed a $5 bet, Same Game Parlay, and won over $5,000 when it hit. So get creative with those parlays and potentially turn a small bet into a big payout. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use promo code PHNX. Make any $5 bet during the NBA Finals and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Just a reminder, that's 21 and older only. Arizona only. Gambling problem, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Minimum $5 minimum deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. I really can't get over the fact that my head is so fucking huge right now. It's like I just noticed it. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's fucking huge. You know what bothers The reason why it looks big from this angle is because it's shooting more from that way. You want me to move my So, forward? yeah. It's it's still, it but, still looks like. But there's no excuse like, here. It's like I. <laughs> well, it looks more natural than this one. <laughs> you, you look like the sparky character Ooh. next to your head. <laughs> Just that disproportionate with this camera angle. It's not fair to you. I don't know if this topic is going to be less spicy or more no, fun. Gonna, hopefully. I have no idea, but we're going to talk about some Suns uniform leaks. <laughs> here, here we go. Just as divisive. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> listen, listen. If there's one person in this room that is going to get upset about Suns uniforms, it's that guy. Hell uh, he, yeah. Like, like a he fought me just to talk about the topic in the first place. It's a whiny Wednesday. That's what we're doing. Yeah. We're all I love whining. it. Let's whine. Espo, tell us about all of the uh, uniform leaks that are out there, things you're hearing, all the things. Well, so we've heard for basically a year that there's some kind of change coming. Over the last few months, we've seen leaks that a change uh, we're, <laughs> we're assumed to be coming from uh, Chinese factories where they had the catalog of what these new jerseys look like, supply chain things. So some of those grainy photos had leaked uh, online, and it looks like we have a good idea 
of pretty much what the entire set of New Suns uniforms will look like for next year. I was talking with uh, the Paul Lucas, who runs UniWatch, the foremost uh, look at, at uniforms last week, and it sounds like these things take about two years to process through Nike, mm-hmm. uh, and and that's why these leaks are happening because they've actually been on the drawing board since you know even before Chris Paul was here, and now they're kind of moving into fruition. So we can take a look. Uh, my friend over at Suns UniWatch put together some some nice looking uh, recreations of what these leaked grainy photos look like to kind of give an idea of what the uniform set uh, will look like coming up in this next year. Audio listeners will do our best to describe, but you're probably uh, going to want to. What you're seeing now is a sultry teal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so let's let's take a look at uh, – at the uniforms here. Uh, yeah, let's go to the full full one. So this is a look at the entire uh, lineup that's coming up. Five new jerseys, one of which will be a classic. There'll be the throwback 90s. But let's go one by one and take a look at these. We'll start Real with Real quick, I do have a question. Yes. Has there, is it normal to have like a complete overhaul of uniforms? I feel like it's always been two or three, maybe. No, usually Nike likes to refresh the entire thing uh, on a three, four year basis. Okay, but not every like. year. No, uh, what, what happens is the city jersey is only supposed to be a one year program. Mm-hmm. The Valley jersey was supposed to be gone. This year was supposed to be a one year. They were supposed to have the 75th anniversary jersey that everybody else in the league had uh, them and utah got dispensation to keep their their city uniforms for an additional dispensation year. good yeah, word which was <laughs> smart because the valley jersey was nice yeah mm-hmm. and there was such blowback from the leak of their 75th uniform that it wasn't nice it was, it was trash basically they they put every other uniform they ever had in a blender and spit out you know what looked like a paint version of an all-time Suns uniform. It was awful based on the leaks. And I think the, the Suns caught wind of how unhappy people were. I never got confirmation, but I'm 90% sure that they were legit. They got word. They knew how much people loved the Valley. Mm-hmm. So they kept the Valley. Uh, but this is this is a new iteration uh, of the entire, uh, entire uniforms. I have not heard if they're going to have an earned uniform next year or not, which goes to teams that make the playoffs, uh, they haven't had those uh, recently, but supposedly those may come back. So let's start with the association. This is the white uniform. It's very complicated. They've changed the names. There's no home. There's no road. They can wear whatever, whenever. But the association is the uh, the white jersey that used to be more the home. These look like basically a mashup of the 90s jerseys. Uh, the sunburst is kind of an outline of the sunburst, they've thrown the suns wording over the streaks of the tail of the sunburst numbers on the front. Um, at first, I thought these just look like a Walmart version of <laughs> of the '90s jerseys, but I've warmed up to these the more I see them and and the cleaner renditions we get. So I think my only beef with this one, I don't mind the like reimagined kind of feeling of this one with mm-hmm. like the sun's wording on the actual like streaks. I don't like how the ball goes into the armpit. I think if they had moved that down a little bit like the 
the original one, I would like it better. Yeah, these are it's a slightly further into the armpit than the original. But yeah, again, we don't know little, for sure yeah. if this is exactly. Yeah, the, so so what could have leaked was a close to finished product. Right. There could be slight alterations. You could see that sunburst move. I mean, who the heck knows? They could move the word mark, whatever. But these are what leaked. So that's what we're operating off of as well. I think they could make slight tweaks where maybe the ball's not an outline. Maybe there's some different colorways with it. But it's 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 growing on me. Uh, next is the uh, the purple version. Oh, I like the white ones too. Uh, by the way, you, <laughs> well, I didn't know if Cheryl was going to say anything too. Yeah, so, okay, I was, just, you uh, you just speak took up, over I mean, and was like, "Okay, well, cool." Chime in. Well, chime in. I, I like the See, white ones. Damn it! Since when have you ever had a hard time <laughs> just inserting? You guys didn't even take a breath. It just went from one to the next. <laughs> Gerald, what do you think of the white? Gerald ones? and I were just like, <laughs> "Okay." Gerald, we've heard from Saul. What are your thoughts mm-hmm. on the white? Somebody ones? said it reminds me of crushed soda. And now I can't unsee it, yeah, but sure. I, I kind of I do kind of like them. Like I, they remind me a little bit too much of the ones they did a couple years back. The I forgot what they were called, but they were the like Karan Butler fashion show ones. Oh, the Adidas, uh, the the, the one streaks. prior to these. Yeah, yeah, they remind me of that, and I don't know how I feel about that, but I do like the colors as far as the purple lettering and a little bit of orange in the trim. I like that. Yeah, I think those Adidas ones you're talking about are probably the most underrated. In Suns history, I actually really liked those. Uh, I still want the Karan Butler jersey he wore in the fashion show. I think everything from the past decade outside of the Valley jerseys has been hot diggity trash. Yeah, Los Suns was dope. I like Los Suns. A lot of the Los Suns ones sucked. You know too, what throws though. me off? But about the black Los Suns is what I'm talking about. The shorts were fire on that uniform. You, I'll give you that. You know what throws me off about this is the, the numbering is. Off-centered. Yeah, that bothers me. Yeah, the fact it would be a Photoshop uh, issue. Yeah, that yeah. could be that. That could be the the photo. That, and also, that are we sure DeAndre Aiden's ever going to wear this uniform? Oh, that's just <laughs> for the year. That's, I know. That's I know. I know. 23 is on the back. So, uh, 22, 23. Yeah. I'm kidding. Let's, let's take a look God. at the, uh, the purple Sticklers version. to every joke that I say. <laughs> Good. I don't remember which... Which one of the dumb names that they come up with? Uh, this, this is Icon. The Icon, okay. Icon. Who the hell, who the hell gives a <laughs> shit is the, what, I, what I refer to it. But this one is purple. The burst is black. You can't really see it in the image, but there are lines for the ball, just like the white one. The black is outlined in the orange. Uh, this one, to me, feels a little bit closer to the... Uh, to the 90s, just something about the coloring uh, and that beloved one. I like these two. Another one that's growing on me. Uh, and I think that this will wind up being my my favorite of the group. But I, I don't know. What do you, De- th- so what do you think? Definitely the lines on the basketball need to be more pronounced. Yeah. yeah um, and again, because without that, it just looks like a black blob. It looks like paint. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think, again, that could be the rendition. A lot of times when you see them on players, other than the photos, it looks better. It looks yeah. It looks different, so uh, but I, I agree with but you. But I'm on that. a million percent on board with getting rid of the color orange. I agree. Well, as far <laughs> as the leaks go, we have no orange. Yeah, so. well, that's, that's because nobody saying. wants to look like they work for Home Depot yeah. while they're playing for a basketball team. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I do like those ones. I, I agree. The orange line in the ball needs to be more pronounced. But other than that, I kind of like those ones the best. Yeah. So cool. Let's uh, let's move on to the next of the group. I'm just going to give up on trying the to statement. remember. The statement. Oh, the statement. That's right. Whatever. <laughs> uh, this one is the least confirmed of the group. Okay. Uh, there's some 
question as to will it be PHX? Could it be like the orange uniforms with the smaller burst? Uh, the best guess is the PHX. Of course, it's uh, the least confirmed there. because it's the hottest. Well, no. <laughs> I, I mean, think, I do like this one. I think this is my the favorite best. one. Yeah. I think the colorway and everything is confirmed. Just debate on what the top part yeah. on Dude, the that chest. thing goes hard this one's basically a like a re it's like a remix of the valley jersey because it still has like that gradient yeah. kind this of this is a jazz vibe. jersey this is the utah <laughs> fucking jazz well, Shame. you could argue you can the get the hell out of here with that mess look calm uh, down sir i mean i mean to be to be frank <laughs> i mean we have been a, a kind of a copy photocopy slightly better utah jazz recently so yeah I, uh, the jersey should fit. i like the statement one oh, i do too i like i like that they kept the the valley coloration and it, I to always, it. i'm always more inclined to like black jerseys i don't know why i just think they look so good they're nice and sleek the black phx ones in recent years have been mostly good like yeah. they've been pretty nice I, I like it. It does kind of remind me of the Jazz, but that's because the Jazz went with that random gradient for, is that for like the Moab? Yeah. Desert. desert. Yeah. yeah. But I, I do like those. colorway there, the Jazz. Yeah. <laughs> Dumbest name in the NBA, too. Give it back to New Orleans. Anyways. All right. Let's go to the city one. Because well, this one's the biggest what, one, right? The numbers, the numbers you were talking about, though, the, the look on that, I wish they had done something similar on... Uh, on the other two, right, where you, okay. there was a little mm. of that that valley flavor to the main jerseys. But Looks, like like those, so. Looks like yeah, a sunset. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah, the, the classic is going to be the one uh, that I think people like the most, but the one that people are going to talk about the most is uh, – is the one you were referring the city to? One. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Hell's yeah. Listen, <laughs> what? dude, it's might... turquoise. What the hell? Light me up all day. I want this. Really? I'm fully Hell's on yeah. board like with this? this, dude. I love Did you this. Fall on your head. I love this. Okay, I, I love this. I was gonna this. say I might be in the minority, but at least we're both on the same page. I actually really do think this will look good, dude. I think it's gonna look fire. I as think hell. it's gonna look really good. It does not look like a Phoenix Suns jersey. Who gives a shit? I do. Okay. They're the fucking Phoenix Suns. <laughs> dude, 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 have you looked at teams lately? That's the thing. Look at everybody. everybody. Everybody's everybody. doing jerseys that yeah, have nothing to do with their original colors. No, no, it's this not. This is going, please, spend where, more money with Shane, us. Shane, where is the black and white vintage footage, please? Can we put <laughs> the overlay on Espo look, as he complains only, about the yeah, past? No, 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 it's the Phoenix Suns. are perfect orange. You're not pulling Black and red. Look, I, I think Are the Washington you... Wizards pink? No, and they shouldn't be wearing no, pink. No, they're fine. They're my What was that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, the, you guys, just... you guys not being on the screen for the part where you're all screaming was absolutely terrifying. Yeah. And I can only imagine what that's like on audio. I just want to apologize to all of our Sorry, audio kids. listeners. We're really, we're, we're going to do our best to be better moving can, forward can you imagine how us. can you imagine how big Saul's head would look with a teal jersey like I feel like that that color would not suit that real well there You're grasping at straws, my buddy. only beef with this jersey is the lettering gradient it does look like a bomb pop it, do, it does a little bit it I, does look like a bomb pop I think yeah. if you tweak the the red to yeah. more of an orange or to a purple I think the purple and turquoise could be a nice combo yeah. but maybe the even red, a Sonoran uh, Sonoran red Ooh, so yeah. that way it more identifies with the city oh hire me sons let's go <laughs> look I I understand when I saw other team like the other teams have leaked in mm. this this is a league wide thing like Portland's like this 
neon green that the carpet in their airport is. Like no team is going to have their team colors with it. Mm. So it made me feel a little bit better about it because if the Suns had just been like, hey, we're going crazy and nobody <laughs> else is, that would have been a little more frustrating. But this is a league-wide program, so fine. You're, like I, you said, Washington will have the pink. There's all I, sorts of crazy I colors. get what you're saying, Espo. I, I do. But at the same time, I'm like, you know what? Like that's just not how today's generation gives a shit about uniforms mm-hmm. that way. Mm-hmm. They want something that pops. They want something that's flashy. They want something that they could wear out that they feel that that they feel like is 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 hot. Okay, like that's I just g- it. I get that, but even the design of this one's lazy. It's the orange jersey turned turquoise. Like if you're gonna <laughs> go that way, yeah. give me I mean, something that's, different. That's fair. I, I mean, the piping that. on the side is, is different. No, it looks like the old school nets with the X. Piping, like there's nothing creative about it. It looks maybe like maybe the shorts though will bring some that's, creativity. That's fair. Maybe you don't see the. This shorts reminds me of the of the San Antonio All Star Game jerseys. Is what it reminds me of. Well, I I agree, but if you're gonna do that, why not go look at the '95 All Star jerseys from here with the big cactus and do something unique with a with a color that's that's not traditional isn't the cactus so like cliche as hell though but i'm saying something similar to that i mean the freaking ones you just referenced with san antonio had a giant chili pepper on it i mean which was pretty cliche too easy albuquerque native over here very very nice i'm very biased as a new mexican native because turquoise is our state rock and i love the turquoise jerseys i would love them when they did them for our like college or minor league teams in albuquerque I do think Chris brought up a good point that the D-backs purple and teal work. So if you threw some purple in there, it Mm -hmm. might look a little bit better and might wind up being an indirect like D-backs tribute. That would be pretty cool. So Sports Pro in the chat said, again, I just want to know the background since that's half the point of the city jersey. Correct me if I'm wrong, but this is a nod to our Native American population here in Phoenix. The long history of, I believe it was the Aztecs. That's, is that what this one is? That's the assumption. Okay. We don't really know. Right. To be, well, to that's be honest, that's assumed so. because the Suns did release a jersey asking for feedback early on in the season, didn't they? With yeah, that? but that was supposedly for multiple years in the future. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I think this is probably more of a tie to the Native American culture in Arizona, and that explanation obviously will will mean add meaning mm-hmm. to it right now we're just looking at a weird color with a sunburst on it and trying to understand there will be a story and a whole whole marketing push as to why this went and and like you said the shorts could make it, it could have some more significance to it that makes yeah. it look better what are these supposed to we don't know but you, sometimes it's summer usually it'll be august when they unveil at least a portion of it I, I always found it weird because you have free agency in July. You have these press conferences where they hold up a jersey. And these guys, a lot of times, hold up a jersey they'll never actually wear, right. could which you, is the weirdest thing could in you the imagine, world. Could you imagine Kevin Durant getting traded to the Suns and him holding up like that fucking shitty-ass orange jersey that they're not even going to wear this year? That'd be fire as fuck. <laughs> Give me that poster. That's what you have Photoshop for. Just swap the jerseys no. in them. Lindsay, leave the room. It's, it's like a, it's like a bad. It's a simple solution, you guys. It's the stupid draft night photo where we all know they've been traded, but yeah. they have to wear the hat of yeah. the team that drafted them. The like worst. it's just dumb. 
By the way, Icon uh, in the chat says Espo misses Blockbuster. You're damn right I miss a good Blockbuster night. Copper jerseys are hard to pull off yeah. because they, they, they tend to look orange or brown, and it's just not it's just not a good color on fabric. Copper isn't. Yeah, yeah and like that. the even the 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 dust or the the, the brownish, you know. Yeah, it's not. It, do it, it Josh. Do it, now, Josh. Do it, Josh. What I will say, what I will say is, is now on these t- turquoise jerseys, and Josh kind of hinted at it about the Rattlers. But if the piping on the side, if the zigzags are like uh, like a shiny kind of copper, copper? Yes. Then that'd be fire. Or yes. if some of the lining on the jersey itself had like some copper like tones, then yes. you're talking. Yeah, and again. We're Which, basing it off grainy photos, right? And guess. the red that we see, what seemingly is red, could could realistically be more of a copper color in it the actual be. It jersey. Yeah, it could which be. which would change which would change things a bit too, yeah. because then it would feel more Arizona. Right now, it's this weird, looks like a red uh, again. Guesses off of really bad photos from a catalog, like mm-hmm. it's just it's difficult. Which is why I I struggle bringing these up without actually knowing what they really look like because there will be things that change but this yeah. is a preview to keep you guys in the know about well, this is a talking on. point for the off season that's where we've come this, people this is that's where we've come this is what happens <laughs> when your team doesn't make the finals and you have to fill two Y'all weeks act like we haven't been here so many times <laughs> I, before i didn't want to be back all, here we haven't been here <laughs> Ever before. Espo has and Daryl has. Not together. All four of us. Together. Uh, Together we... Lindsay, we're a team. We all understand. We haven't been here with such high expectations. It could have been the first week of April. (laughs) Count your blessings, people. That's right. That's right. It's the expectations Uh, part that hurts. We're still wondering what the hell happened. Reality. (laughs) We're talking about jerseys on June 1st. We're supposed to be talking about the finals, damn it. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, let's move to the classic. (laughs) We're gonna be we're gonna be seeing those ninety purple sunbursts uh, jerseys, and it's going to be something quite nice uh, that uh, that everybody will feel uh, feel pretty good about. You know, yes. I think that that's this is the one that everybody can agree on. Mm-hmm. This is what we always wanted to see was the purple nineties jersey back. We saw the the black sunburst jersey back in the two thousand twelve season under Adidas, but this is the first time. We've seen the purple sunburst since 2002, 2003, I believe. Mm-hmm. I and love it's it. classic. It's clean. I'm just really happy for you, Espo, because I know purple is like your jam. Yes. yes. And I feel like <laughs> the throw for me, obviously, I would have preferred the throwback to be black. But I do like the purple. Better I, purple than orange. I agree sure. that the that the black one is probably my favorite of the entire set. But having... Uh, Seeing as we've seen them as a throwback before, I, I think it's mm-hmm. cool that they're going to do do the purple, and I think it's cool that we'll see Devin Booker get aware of these uniforms. They're probably the most, not probably the most iconic of uh, of any Suns uniform. They're the ones that you still see the Mitchell and Ness throwbacks to. So I'm glad that we're going to see him. You just like it because Jonah Hill is wearing one. No, was he wearing the black one? Though? He was wearing the black one. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I rocked it too. Like so. <laughs> Oh I my mean, god! I should have left with that. Yeah, you should. Yeah, the, yeah the, it is. The, the black one's still the best, but the purple one is iconic in its own right. Like yeah. it's real. When you, I honestly, when I picture Charles Barkley's in the '90s, I pictured that jersey right yeah. there. So mm-hmm. I'm fully on board with that one. That would be fire if you like if they made you wear wear it with pants on the court and a belt like Jonah Hill wore it. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm gonna have to dig up this photo so you guys can laugh at me. <laughs> oh my I, I reenacted. I reenacted that Jonah Hill photo. It was a good reenactment, though. Yeah. I'll just to put a bow on this. I'm not. I'm not angry at any of these. Like I'm cool with all of them. I like <laughs> yeah. certain ones more than others, but like there's not a glaring issue in mm. this set of potential jerseys. Yeah. I- I understand the turquoise. If it's not red, I'm gonna feel a hell of a lot better. Can we talk you off the ledge? No, I still, I still hate you were the fact vehemently that against I it. still hate the fact that the entire league is gonna have a jersey that goes completely against their colorway. And why? Makes no, because it makes no sense. If I turn on the TV and you got the Portland Trailblazers versus the Phoenix Suns, and it's neon green versus teal, but it does what the make fuck? sense. It does make <laughs> sense like... for the city of the people who are I wearing get, the jerseys. I though. get it, but I get Portland's makes more sense to me because that carpet, for some reason, is beloved there. All right, like. But turquoise is also very widely seen it. in Arizona. It. it is like all of these random colors. "Quote unquote random colors do actually make sense, though. Like you gotta change your argument if you want us to get on board. Get them. No, they make sense from a city overall perspective. They make no sense for years and years of history of an actual team. That's what. But that's why they're called the city jersey. But it's stupid if you're going from the valley to that. That's my problem. You go from one of the best you've seen to one of the worst you've seen. No, that's debatable. That is not one of the worst jerseys in the history of science. Yes, it is. No. It's a trash design. No. Did you not see the gray ones? No, the gray gray ones are not that bad. If they didn't have sleeves, if they didn't have sleeves, they wouldn't have been bad. Oh my god. They at least had the western And if my aunt had a penis, she'd be my uncle. Who cares? They were trash. They were not. Oh they my had gosh. The, they had the colors. They had the Espo. historic, Espo. historic Western. I have that jersey. Espo was grasping at strong straws right now. Them? Yeah. Awful. In my clutch. Who was even on the team that was Eric getting Bledsoe, there? And then they made one of, of me for myself. <laughs> okay, Boy, well. It was a gift. It was a gift <laughs> from my marketing department. Oh, that's cool. So. I feel like you're a lost cause with this. Look, one. your friend okay, should have gotten that me one. Gifts. There's a reason. I had to write all the marketing speak for that. That's jersey, why he so, likes it. So, like, uh. Espo wrote himself into believing it was a good jersey. <laughs> that's how. That's how good of a writer I am. He is said, I, I, I convinced so like, convince myself. This is good. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> Y'all gonna make Espo cry? I says in the chat. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, so look, I get your point. These are supposed to be things that represent a larger thing than the team. I just, it. Why did it have it's, to be? It's bigger worst, than yourself. For why sure. did it have to be the worst design that they had of the last <laughs> ones too? It's it not. is that orange one is the worst design, and I then and then they decided to make it teal. I just, it's. it's I thought the orange choice. ones grew on me after a while. <sighs> Maybe it not the color, but at least the, the design. Yeah. They did not look good hanging on a rack, but no. they looked good when no. they were on the players. My thing is, don't they change these every like two to three years? Anyway? We're supposed to change it every year, so we're gonna get one. So year we're gonna these. have the same. I'm gonna struggle. These same arguments. Sleeves on a basketball jersey is just the worst. <laughs> no, fucking it was thing the ever. dumbest idea, and the only reason oh Adidas God. did it was because they thought, oh, fat guys will buy shirt jerseys with sleeves. They buy soccer or baseball jerseys, and it was stupid because it looked dumb on the players, like. Oh. I would have a hard trash. time like if I'm if I'm a player and I'm used to having a sleeveless jersey if you give me a jersey with sleeves I feel like it might throw me off. oh yeah absolutely remember LeBron ripped his sleeves oh, the yeah. first time I the same thing like yeah. th- that's just 
feels like you're constricted then. No, oh, yeah. I like I, when I was in high school and in college, I refused to play with sleeves. Always half sleeves. Yeah, it was just it was dumb. Because I fucking hated the con- the constriction. In conclusion, <laughs> we've got some really exciting jerseys uh, coming up this season mm-hmm. that we're all looking forward to, except for Espo. You guys ready for some screenshots? No. Yes. It's time for some screenshots presented by Arizona Department of Health Services. COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone five and older. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Uh, Visit azhealth.gov slash find location for a location near you. Who wants to start our screenshots? Don't go to me. I don't remember. Uh, I'll start. I'll start. All right. What you got, Sal? So a buddy of mine, Jabari Davis, was like, hey, uh, just so you all know, you can throw it up there, there, Jacob. Uh, Never forget, Grandpa Joe was bedridden for 20 years, was spending his daughter's money on tobacco while his family ate cabbage hot water uh, each night. And as soon as Charlie got that ticket, my man was up like this. And it shows a picture of uh, Grandpa Joe dancing around the fucking living room or whatever that is. Uh, And I just got to thinking, you know what? Uh, Grandpa Joe is low-key one of the, the worst characters in all of TV or t- uh, movie history, um, only rivaled by one Pam Beasley no. from The Office. Why does what? everybody hate her so Who much? I don't understand. such a tragic character no. and the, one of the most selfish people what? in all of TV. Oh, if you hate on Pam, you have to hate on Jim. No. No, you can't. Um, oh. Pam, listen, Jim supported Pam to get all her dreams, and she gave up on her own dreams. And then when Jim was like, oh, my God, I think I found my dream job, and he was trying to pursue it, Pam basically said no and shit all over well, dude, him. Wasn't she and pregnant and just had no, a baby? No, they, had, they, they were well past the kids. Like and no, so she was like, kids. no, they because had she, they had kids. They had two kids. He even got her a job in Philadelphia, but she didn't want to move. She didn't want to go. She didn't want to do any of that. She wanted to stay well, in her comfy little in home in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Well, didn't he buy her that home? Yeah, he did. Without asking her. So yeah. sounds like so. somebody doesn't know how to communicate with his spouse. <laughs> what? I'm <laughs> sorry if you're making a she financial kept it to herself the whole time for like two seasons. She just kept it to herself, and then finally she's like, "Well, I don't want to move." And he was like, dude, I just did all this and you didn't even want to tell me. But she gave him the approval to go through and invest and go through this whole rigmarole. And he builds this company and it's about to pay off and she bounces. Didn't oh. they wind up moving there in the end? Yeah, after after everybody shit on her <laughs> on the show, uh, the when they did the, the whole panel, like the whole panel was like, dude, why didn't you just trust your husband? Like he, he had a good thing going and you just shit on him. And she was like, oh, my God, I am the asshole. Yeah. Well, she realized it. Yeah, she did. You know who's the worst character? Doc Brown. You ever think about Doc Brown? I don't know who that is. I don't is. know who that is. From Back to the Future. To the future I've never watched it. Crazy. What? You've never watched it. Get the hell out of my studio, <laughs> Saul. Was that from the 80s? Yeah. You're, yeah no. Saul, you were like 17 in the 80s. 80s. Yeah. I don't remember that. I took issue with you calling it your studio, I think. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I don't even know. I don't know. I'm not in agreement with you on Pam entirely, but I am in agreement with you on Grandpa Joe. That was garbage. Like, you say you're bedridden, and all of a sudden you get a chance to go to Willy Wonka, and My you're man. up dancing around. Like, he, found, Sir, he found it. Excuse me. Yeah, that's questionable. Have issues. All right, I'll do my (laughs) screenshot next. So this was a tweet that I saw. um, There's a couple different people chiming in here. So it started with Kohi. First, they said, Warriors fans are so trash. 
Then Alexis quote tweeted and said the absolute worst. Then Angel replied to that quote tweet and said, I'm a Sacramento Kings fan living in Northern California. There's so much bandwagon Warriors fans and they are annoying. I'm rooting against them. The reason why I chose this particular screenshot is because last week we had a conversation around why everyone hates the Suns and Suns fans. Mm -hmm. And we came to the conclusion that Suns fans can be a little bit um, sassy on the Internet. (laughs) But I think this just goes to show that every single fan base has a group, at least of other fan bases that dislike them. So you're never going to win at all. And everyone's going to have an issue with you in some shape or form. And I think this is a bigger life lesson we can all learn. Well, we were were a special (laughs) brand asshole. Let's be honest. She she turned this into a moral of the story. (laughs) I wasn't intending on that. What I learned today. Um, Yeah, no, I mean, I get it. I feel like Warriors fans are more like snobby. Like they're annoying in a different way. Like Suns fans are like vicious if you come at their players or their people or criticize them in the wrong way because they're so used to criticizing their own team but like warriors fans are just kind of like more they come off at least the ones that we're talking about on twitter yeah they come off more entitled like oh we're just better because we've been i mean they have been better they but were better. They, they are were, better. They are better. <laughs> At least they're backing it up. We talked a lot of shit we couldn't back up. I mean, we backed it up in the regular season, please. Ooh, let's get excited for the regular season. Oh, yeah, let's go. Preseason yeah, like, champs. Let's do it. It could have been regular worse. season title, baby. It could have been worse. Is, it, is there a banner? It could have been a 19 win Actually, season. Actually, there is a Pacific Division banner. Oh, yeah, there is a Pacific Division banner. That's right. I always forget that they have the division banners up there. It's so weird. It does Divisions don't even matter no. in, in terms of seating anymore anyway. Why? Carol, what's your screenshot? My screenshot is from, I think it was last week when Devin Booker got named to the All-NBA team. Our friend Shrieker said, my 2018 dreams have fully come true. Devin Booker and Luka Doncic on the same team. They both made first team. And I thought that was funny. (laughs) It stings a little bit, but it's still funny. And that's the perfect niche for Suns humor. It's not funny after what happened in the second round, all right? I mean, it was still I still laughed. It's not funny. (laughs) Luca's still a hoe. (laughs) I think that's my favorite thing that came out of this entire season. (laughs) Luca a hoe. That's just so (laughs) a little toonchy. So funny. Uh Espo? Jacob, do you have the screenshot? Ready? Yes, you I'll tweeted a you tweeted a Pokemon go, card. Go the new. Well, I mean, oh, you I mean, have I gotta build it. So. All right, go the old, and then we'll go the new. So, oh. a friend of mine, uh, Jared Cohen, uh, who I used to do a podcast with, tweeted: "I've spent about thirty five seconds of my of my life actually looking at Pokemon cards. My son got new ones yesterday. Asked me to hold them, and while I got while he got buckled in the car, and this was the card on top, signs, and it's a Pokemon that says Durant, mm-hmm. and he's expecting that that means Kevin Durant Confirmed will be to the Suns. <laughs> but it's a giant ant, and it says if Durant is on your bench, this attack does sixty more damage, which you'll never see Kevin Durant on your bench. So, yeah, that was one of the most random Pokemon I've ever seen. <laughs> All right, Dakota Kids. They, I have one ahead. of those. A Durant. Pokemon. I think yeah. I got one of them. Yeah. I still play Pokemon. Um, of course. No comment. Who doesn't? It's a lot of fun. No comment. <laughs> uh, I do have one other screenshot based off our earlier uh, discussion. Let's throw that up there, Jacob. That's me <laughs> as Jonah Hill 
uh, back in the day when he did that. I lost a bet and I had to dress like Jonah Hill. And then somebody photoshopped that photo, put put his uh, tattoos on me, Jonah Hill's tattoos, and put me on the super bad poster. So Okay, wait. So what part of this is you? Me standing there <laughs> in the Jonah Hill, in the jersey and the pants. That's all me. And those that, are my so arms. So this whole body that whole thing is yours. except except for the <laughs> tattoos are mine. Yes, I was skinnier back then. <laughs> That's not it. I just didn't know. What, I thought it, I wasn't sure if they had just photoshopped oh, your no. head onto Joe. No, I had to. I had to actually because you do said you thing. had a picture, but I wasn't sure if this was yeah, the picture that, that you were talking about. That, it's not even that funny. I Saul. thought it was pretty funny. If you look close, you can see the Frank Kaminsky tattoo on his right arm. <laughs> That he is still going to get. I actually have it. I just haven't told you guys. <laughs> How awesome would that be? That would Surprise! Be, be quite I a, always had a Frank tattoo. Be quite a reveal so for the season <laughs> opener next year. All right, let's round out the show with a little ad read roulette. Oh, we're doing that today? Yep, oh, and I hope it's us both. Oh, God. Spin that beautiful wheel, Jacob, and let's find out who it is. Oh. Round and round it goes, where it stops, nobody knows. It's Saul Bookman, I believe. God damn it, of course I it was. So. I knew it was going to be me today. And then Fuck. let's let's spin to find out what Saul will be doing. It's probably some stupid-ass voice. What does it say, Jacob? Oh, is it yodeling? It's yodeler. <laughs> yodeler. <laughs> This was his worst fear before the show. Because it doesn't make any damn sense. Wait, who is that? Was it paying It's Yodeling. It's me. It's Yodeling. How exciting. Yeah. (laughs) Fan-fucking-tastic. I can't wait. Cool. Well, let me pull this up. I'm so concerned. All right. (laughs) Just the look on Saul's face makes it worth it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's going to kill you after the show. Jacob's a dead man. (laughs) I don't, oh, I don't, I can't find the ad read. Here, do you need it? It's right here. It's OGs, right? Yeah, yeah you don't have OGs. R- I'm scrolling right through this it's whole right fucking here. thing. Okay. All right. I'll just use your laptop. Okay, here you go. There you go. Ready for the buzzkill? Oh, yeah, All right, here we go. go. What you got? <clears throat> Good start. Stop by your local dispensary and grab some amazing scratch-made THC gummies from our friends at OG's. Different flavors like blackberries and cream and watermelon. Perfect if you're in the mood for an uplifting sativa and chill indica. If you're interested in really? trying the amazingly you delicious... Vi- you can't right? even... It makes no sense. It's a song. It's not a fucking voice, you Espo. You can't I mean, you're interested. If you're interested in trying Buzz the amazingly well. delicious variety of flavors that OG's Brands has to offer, go to OG'sBrands.com. That's O-G-E-E-Z Brands.com to find an OG's near you. laptop. Let go me ahead. show you how yeah. you do it. Go oh, ahead. No. Do it. Do it. Yo, da lo da lo da lo I can't hear. <laughs> no, fucking do it. If you say, say it's possible... Stop by your... I can't do it. You're right. It's not possible. It's not possible. I just fucking said that. I even said that before you're, the show. You're right. It's not Jesus. possible. That's all Jacob. I have nothing to do with it. You know, Jacob I sucks. Just... If anybody would like to give it an attempt. I don't got the Gerald, pipes. Gerald, no. I don't no. Got the pipes for it. Lindsay? All I know is that we've talked about a lot about money and DA needing therapy. I think after today's show, we all need to go to therapy as Whoa. well. Been there. Because I'm already texting my therapist. A little bit of 
I don't know what this show brought up or why, but I feel like we are all feuding with each other. So. I don't know if we're feuding, but I literally said this before the show. I was like, I don't get this. So if I don't get it and we spin it and I get it, guess what? I don't get it. I, I do love the fact oh, that our chat is saying choke and L. And they're just on you. Game seven choke. That's fine. We have had a choke. But, but the let, let, let the record show Espo also tried and gave up as well so with that uh thanks for tuning in we'll be back tomorrow at 2 p.m and hopefully in um a little bit better of a mood no the topic's not any better maybe this will be an interesting one until then you can follow me on twitter at lindsay smith az you can follow saw at saw underscore bookman you can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay, and of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. Remember, yodeling is an accent, you idiots. Hey, yo, my lifestyle is retro. Tell the Phoenix Metro. Megas in control, and he ain't never gonna let go. PHNX, though. Lindsey, Gerald, Espo. Saw past the ball. We here to turn up the tempo. Got to understand me. I'll always wreck the family. Rally in the valley like Dan G. No plan B. Always on the job. My team move like the mob. Turn the beat on. I throw it down like DA on the live. Best combo since KJ, Marley, and Charles. If you squat, just sitting on the chat. Get involved. Rhyme say it's got...